Welcome to She's Lit Podcast with your host, Dwen Sandori. She's Lit Podcast is a safe space for women to be led, inspired, and set on fire for Christ. So whether you're a new believer or a seasoned believer, I encourage you to grab your Bible, notepad, and oil as we shine forth our light. Hello, and welcome to another episode of She's Lit. I hope you all are having a fantab week. So, if you don't follow me on social media, please do now at Duen Sandori. Then that means that you missed out on my amazing trip to Kenya. But no worries, I'm here to update you. So my trip was absolutely amazing. I saw leopards, elephants, lions, and zebras all in real life, fed giraffes, visited a local tribe, and made some new friends. I even attempted to haggle with the locals when I came to the realization that it is not for me. And did I mention I went on a hot air balloon? It was such a heartfelt experience, I would encourage everyone to visit at least once in their lifetime, or just move there. (laughs) But no, this episode would not cover the entirety of my trip, but I will speak on the most profound thing Africa has taught me, and that thing was pure joy. Psalms 28 verse 7 in the NLT version reads, The Lord is my strength and my shield. I trust him with all of my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. I was graced with the opportunity to visit a bead-making company called Kobe Tough. While there, I learned that the women were either single mothers, orphans, or widows in need of work to support themselves and their families. One would think that these women would be hopeless or discouraged, but they were the complete opposite. They welcomed us in song and dance when almost immediately I sensed the joy of the Lord. It was so infectious I had to join them. Before I left for my trip, a brother at church preached on joy and how the three wise men followed the star of Jesus. That star was their hope, their reminder that something great was on its way. And ironically enough, my star met me on another continent miles away. Ecclesiastes 2 verse 4 to 11 in the NLT version reads, I also tried to find meaning by building huge homes for myself and planting beautiful vineyards. I made gardens and parks, filling them with all kinds of fruit trees. I built reservoirs to collect the water to ignite my many flourishing groves. I brought slaves, both men and women, and others were born into my household. I also owned large herds and flocks, more than any of the kings that had lived in Jerusalem before me. I collected great sums of silver and gold, the treasure of many kings and provinces. I hired wonderful singers, both men and women, and I had many beautiful concubines. I had everything a man could desire. So I became greater than all who lived in Jerusalem before me, and my wisdom never failed me. Anything I wanted, I would take. I denied myself no pleasure. I even found great pleasure in hard work, a reward for all my labors. But as I looked at everything I had worked so hard to accomplish, it was all so meaningless, like chasing the wind. There was nothing really worthwhile anymore. In this passage, King Solomon is saying that he has experienced it all. The houses, the gardens, the women, the flocks, you name it. And in the end, it was all meaningless, fruitless pleasures. In Africa, I witnessed pure joy, with no lavish home, expensive car, thousands of likes, fancy job title, or Louis bag in sight. They lived the most simplistic lives and still had more joy than most of us, with easy food delivery at our fingertips to having multiple articles of clothing and shoes to choose from, and a fridge stocked with so much food you have no choice but to be picky. We have so many options. 
And in this passage, Solomon too had many options, but still called it meaningless. Why? Because everything is fleeting, temporary. And when life comes to an end, no one is going to remember that outfit you wore, the amount of followers you had, the amount of trips you've taken, or the amount of hours you put in at work. They're going to remember how you made them feel and the impact you made on their life. And let's take it a bit further. In the end, when it's time to give Jesus an account of the work we've done, he will not be impressed with the amount of money you made or the new shoe rack you recently built. His concern will be whether you completed his work here on earth, whether you brought souls to the kingdom, whether you believed and followed his commands. Was your life a true representation of Christ? Luke 18, verse 18 to 29 in the NLT version reads, Once a religious leader asked Jesus this question, Good teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? Why do you call me good? Jesus asked. Only God is truly good. But to answer your question, you know the commandments. You must not commit adultery. You must not murder. You must not steal. You must not testify falsely. Honor your father and mother. The man replied, I've obeyed all these commandments since I was young. When Jesus heard this answer, he said, There is still one thing you haven't done. Sell your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. But when the man heard this, he became very sad, for he was very rich. When Jesus saw this, he said, How hard is it for the rich to enter the kingdom of God? In fact, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. Those who heard this said, Then who in the world can be saved? He replied, What is impossible for people is possible with God. Peter said, We've left our homes to follow you. Yes, Jesus replied, And I assure you that everyone who has given up house or wife or brothers or parents or children for the sake of the kingdom will be repaid many times over in this life and will have eternal life in the world to come. Jesus told this rich man to sell his possessions and give all his money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, which means abundant treasures. True treasures is found in heaven, not earth. We are called to walk in purpose, to cultivate kingdom. We are called to spread the good news and encourage, help people realize that true love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness is not found in material things, job titles, or social media followers. It's found in Jesus. All over Africa, there are writings on buses stating, God is good, storefronts named after Bible verses, people greeting me and stating that when they look at me, they see their sister. To having so many conversations about God, I had to pull out my Bible a few times. God was in Africa. He wasn't hidden. He wasn't suppressed. He was there. So after experiencing living among people who were more joyful, I came home, did an inventory check, and decided it was time to clean house. And I did. I got rid of everything. Clothes I've never worn. Shoes I didn't need. I even cleaned out my cluttered drawers. Making more room for God. Hebrews 12 verse 1 in the NLT version reads, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd to witness to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We need to strip off every weight that slows us down and make room for Him. Once we do that, we will experience more of Him. We are no longer holding on to unnecessary baggage holding on to things that no longer suit us, 
or entertaining thoughts and habits that do not please him. We are getting rid of the old and allowing God to come in with the new. Less was more in Africa, which meant God is more. He is all we need. And once we have him, the joy, the peace, the plans, all we need will follow. And like my fellow brother and sisters in Africa, we will be able to experience more of God because we will have less baggage for him to carry. So I leave you with this. Matthew 6 verse 33 in the NLT version reads, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. All we need is found in God, so seek. I mean, really seek him. Pray, fast, worship, give thanks, ask questions, tarry. Keep seeking until he reveals himself. And once you get a taste of God's goodness, I promise you that you would never go back to what you thought could sustain you. I pray that you continue to see God in all walks of life. He sees you, he's with you, he loves you, and he cares. God bless. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you feel led, please follow and share for more. To further support this podcast, please download the Alive Podcast app available on both iOS and Android. And be sure to subscribe to my show. She's Lit Podcast can be found at She's Lit Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Feel free to follow and DM with any topics or questions. I'd love to stay connected.